Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. Welcome one and all to the little corner of the internet where your Star Trek pals talk about Star Trek with you, our Star Trek pals. It's 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. It's Monday night. It's the internet. It can only be Mission Log Live. I'm John Champion. And I'm Norman Lau. That sounded like Colin Jost. And I'm Norman Lau. (laughs) There's a lot happening in Star Trek, as John, you alluded to. There's a lot happening at Roddenberry. And tonight, we're going to explore and demystify much of that with our very special guest, Rod Roddenberry himself. I love that guy's work. So get your questions and comments ready. By the way, uh, right before we went uh, live, I shushed Rod. So I guess I I shushed uh, my friend, my boss, the guy whose name is on the checks. I did that. Uh, We have that kind of relationship. Get your questions and comments ready or prepare to take over my role here. Give us a call. You know how you click on the Zoom meeting link or you use the one tap from your smartphone or you call us at 699-900-6833 and enter the meeting code and password that you see on screen. Norman, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. And if there's a one hard and fast rule about doing recordings live or, or not live as we usually do, Yep. Can't break like the five second quiet zone rule. Not even if you're Rod Roddenberry. Oh, yeah. Say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that will come out of his paycheck. So um, uh, hey, before we get into what is coming up on Mission Log and I, tonight is going to be a big night. I mean, there, there's so much that's been happening that you and Earl and Rod and I have been talking about for weeks. And finally, we get to let the cat out of the bag and share it with everybody. I am thrilled about all of that. We're going to have maybe some special surprise call-in guests tonight as well. I know, I know. Get your questions ready. Get your comments ready. Rod's here. He will evade the ones that he needs to evade, and he will answer the ones that he can answer. But let's say hi to everybody in the chat. Scott Palm, how are you, my friend? Good to see you there hanging out. John Arminio, good to see you there. Jane, Tom, uh, Paul. Ooh, ooh, there's two Pauls back to back. Do I sense a third? I bet it'll happen. There's Russ. There's Robert. Uh, let's see. Ooh, third Paul. Boom. He's there. There's Sean. There's uh, who else we got? There's Dave. Hopefully other Dave shows up. There's Dan. There's Rand. Rand. Haven't seen you around in a while, uh, either here or in the Discord. So good to see you there. Holly. Holly's name might come up a little bit later in today's discussion, too, because, you know, she's part of the Mission Log family. Mm-hmm. And uh, my gosh, yeah, so many people say and there's Mike. There's uh, ooh, Dave. Two Daves. Thank goodness. It wouldn't be Mission Log Live without at least two Daves. That's a full so, house. Three Pauls, two Daves. It is. That's exciting. Yeah. We should do the, the Mission Log card deck. That'll be great. So, <laughs> uh, so, so good to see everybody. Uh, so happy that uh, people saying hi to Rod, people saying hi to us. Uh, David, immediately with a question, he's like hot, uh, hot in this with a question. Rod, what are your hopes for the future of Star Trek long term? Uh, think over the next decade. Uh, no spoilers 
necessary. So already we can kind of plant the seed there with that idea. So, so glad to see everybody is hanging out, ready to chat. You know what to do. Click on the thing, pick up the thing, call the thing, talk to Earl. He'll put you in the Earl Green room. I'm so glad that you guys came up with that. Isn't that neat? I know. It just, just right. kind of, well, you know what? It speaks for itself. Exactly. And then you guys will be on talking with us and our special guest. Before we introduce Rod, we do want to get into some of the uh, news and what's coming up on Mission Log this week. So uh, next week on Mission Log Live, uh, special guest TBA, uh, but we will touch briefly on Prodigy at least because that's a thing coming up. Stay tuned. There will be more. Uh, this week on Mission Log, we will be releasing our episode on Field of Fire. Uh, Norman, any uh, any spoilers there? Any hints about our conversation on Field of Fire? I just hope, John, that you and I have not stepped into a field of fire. Good, good. Yeah, I, I All think. I have to say. Yeah, if you, you want to hear some interesting comments from me and Norman, mm-hmm. be sure to check out that one. And then uh, tomorrow night, Norman, you and I will be recording Chimera. Mm-hmm. And then uh, let's see. Oh, of course, you can get the early recording through our Patreon, and you can join us for live weekly chat in Discord. Uh, so if you are a Patreon member, you get to uh, jump over to Discord. We have that live feedback show Thursday afternoons, and you get early access to episodes of Mission Log in their full, unexpurgated, unedited glory. And a special note to everybody who is here with us live right now and anybody who is confused about this episode of Mission Log Live. This will be dropping the audio version in the main Mission Log feed as a supplemental in order to reach our widest audience. So no, it's not a mistake, uh, which I've done many times, put the wrong show in the wrong feed. This one is not a mistake. But the reason we're doing it this way is because we're talking about podcasts and we're talking about Star Trek, not a particular series, uh, and all things Roddenberry with our guests. So we figured we might as well get it out to everybody. So that's why you're hearing what you're hearing and seeing what you're seeing in maybe some different places this week. Um, Norman, I say, you know, we got callers standing by. We have our guests standing by. So why don't we go ahead and welcome our special guest into the show? Well, let's do it. Oh, by the way, before we get to our special guest, we have a special guest also in the chat, Jessica Linverde, also of our family. Yep. Let's join the chat. Yeah, so. excellent. All right. Good. Good to see Jessica. Good to see. Oh, and there's Carrie. And yeah, so many people. This is awesome. This is great. All right. So, Rod, jump in here. How are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing good, guys. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for, uh, you know, listen, when the red light goes on, I'm, I'm used to that red light in hell. And I, I've got a little loose. I'm out of practice. So uh, thank you for shushing me. Are you? Uh, now, wait a minute. I, I, I feel like you've done more press stuff in the last year or two. I mean, may, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe you have. Maybe it's just like the normal stuff. But I, do you feel... Uh, more comfortable now doing, you know, like live or on stage press stuff. Everybody at Star Trek Day at the Scurball was like, wow, Rod's great tonight. Not that you haven't been great before, but, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'd say with my uh, father's 100th, I mean, there was a lot of celebrations. You know, there's um, I've only done two press junkets where you they, they you spend a day and you're literally I mean, this was on camera on Zoom. And you just have press outlet after press outlet after press outlet and anywhere between five and 15 minute interviews each one. And so I got a bit of that this year and uh, it, it was, I mean, it was good. Um, but so, so it was a busy year, 
but but on some level it was nothing out of out of the unusual i i um i don't get that much so i had a big surge and yeah. then it died down again okay all right so you're you're in chill mode now absolutely more absolutely. so okay good good to know i even forgot how to do podcasts you <laughs> completely. Well, okay, let, let's talk about podcasts a little bit because that is going to be the main thing that we're talking about tonight. And look, we're going to get to Star Trek questions. We're going to get to other stuff as well. But um, Roddenberry Podcasts overall has grown a little bit. And in the last year, right. we've introduced some new shows like Quoting Gene Roddenberry. Uh, there, yeah, obviously, the live show was uh, for us back after a little hiatus. Uh, so we could talk about all the new Trek like Lower Decks, uh, Season 2. Uh, there's a lot going on in podcasts. Do you, uh, first of all, do, are, are you able to listen to everything? Because I can't keep up with everything. I, I've honestly, <laughs> no. you know, I, I, for about a year and a half now, or maybe longer, I've been behind on Deep Space Nine. I'm, I'm almost a solid season behind and I'm, I'm, I, I don't know when to find the time to catch up. Got um, it. The live shows, I think I catch every fourth one. Okay. Um, uh, Sci-Fi Five, I was good at at the beginning, but I've fallen behind on that. I'm I'm behind on a lot of podcasts because I'll, I'll be honest with you, there are other podcasts that when I'm doing my own thing, I like to listen to every now and then. <gasps> I know, I know. Watch the pearls. I didn't say I like them better. Yeah. I just said when I'm doing my own thing, I like to uh, maybe disengage from Ooh. certain podcasts. Ooh, that's and, good. Uh, and uh, listen to some other non-Trek stuff. No, like I, I understand the the feeling. I, I'm so immersed in Trek all the time that I need to unplug by listening to like a science show or something, a history show, something else to just uh, yeah. get my mind thinking in a different direction. Um, but even when you haven't been listening, I'm here to tell you we've been working on podcasts. I know, I know. <laughs> we've been, we've been I, working. I know. Yeah, I just got work- to listen to one. Oh, you did. You did. Okay. So we're going to change the order. Well, no, no, that, that is first, uh, first in our list here. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're introducing uh, a new thing that just went out live today and Norman, maybe you can explain the reasoning behind mission log and gauge and why we're doing that. What mission log and gauge is. Well, John, you and I have been talking about how can we best like read the comments on the pro side and on the negative side, uh, from the emails and on social media and comments and Facebook and allow like the listeners and the audience and people that follow Mission Log a little bit more insights into the kind of feedback that we get. Because I think that in, in many ways, some of the emails or some of the comments that are crafted are done, they're done so with such um, eloquence, actually, you know, to, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word, they're, they're done in a way where it, it sparks more conversation than just being critical or just being complimentary. And we're going to release one every day, uh, Monday through Friday, or we might do some on the weekends. Uh, and we're going to share with all of you uh, and make good on what we say in every Mission Log podcast where we say, and remember, we may use your comments on an upcoming episode of Mission Log. Perfect. So we're going to make good on yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy you guys are doing this because you have been saying that for years. Yeah. And while you've done it every now and then, yeah. I know you get so many more uh, um, uh, comments than that. And as you just said, uh, the few that I've read, and I know it's just a few that I've read, are, are, as you just said, Norm, so eloquent, so wonderfully put, so much time and effort and thought went into it. And sometimes it's a pure geek angle, and sometimes it's to, to really challenge you guys on an issue that you brought up 
in a, in a thought-provoking sort of way. And those, I think, deserve attention. Um, and you guys only have so much time, I know, but I think it's awesome that you're doing this. Thank you. Thank, well, and somebody actually just, uh, Dave Taylor in the chat here says, for how long? Well, uh, we're going to record a lot at a time, so we can dole those out uh, weekdays. Right now, I'm just saying noon Pacific, short chunks, five to ten minutes, where sometimes it'll be one of us individually, sometimes it'll be both of us together. And uh, the whole idea is that those emails, those comments that come in, I feel like... Um, uh, let, let, let me backtrack a little bit here. I feel like I do a pretty good job of presenting an image to the public of uh, being kind of calm, cool, and collected and diplomatic. Norman, however, knows that when we get messages that come in, uh, particularly if they're negative or whatever, I will get very reactionary, and he will stop me from writing something horrible to that person online. So this is a nice way to be able to collect our thoughts and to be able to be personal about a reply instead of uh, sending the mean tweet, sending the uh, reactionary, horrible, curse-laden reaction on Facebook that I would normally do. It's so, not that bad, John. At least, <laughs> at least last night's wasn't. No, and you're not. And no one's allowed to audit our phones. So yeah, okay. Messages. There you go. There you go. Are, are private, but you know, you know. The thing is, I think that you know, people have a voice out there. Uh, John, you say it so many times on the air, uh, Mission Log. When we when we create and we record a podcast, much like any other any other piece of like intellectual property, when it's out in the public space, it becomes public consumption, and everyone has a right at it. You know, so we just have to be able to accept that there's going to be taking into different considerations. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. So Mission Log Engage, for all of you who are listening to this, um, you don't need to change anything that you're doing now. We, we get your emails. We get your comments on Facebook and Twitter, and uh, they're great. And what we're doing is we're just going through weekly picking out some of those that maybe have sat for a while because they do require a lot of thought and attention. Um, and we'll put together a, a group of those that we can record in a batch. And then, uh, yeah, as you said, there will be positive and negative. Someone, what happens when someone says, hey, you know, I really don't like Mission, mission Log, and these are the reasons why. Are you going to actually talk about those? Uh, we got your email, Rod. Thank you uh, for that. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> we will address all of those concerns. No, uh, I, I would say, honestly, stick around because this week, this the premiere week, we started out with a very positive but very balanced, very thoughtful uh, way to look at Mission Log. And we follow it up in pretty short order with some pretty harsh criticism. So, yeah. But fair. We'll, yeah, but, but fair. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, the ones that I have no interest in engaging with, I'm just going to use that word again. Uh, you know, we, we talk about the drive-by, you know, the, the ones that just sort of pop up and say you suck and then go away. Uh, that's, uh, that's not helpful. You know? it, and so the trick is, what they're saying is that you, you can say you suck, but it's got to be followed with a because. And then yes, yes, there you totally go. Good, totally good with that. You know, you, gotta, you, go. you, know, you can't bury the lead. You got to go with what you know. But yeah, you have to have something to be able to at least have a conversation about. Exactly. <laughs> it's, right. And uh, the way I was just, uh, you know, describing it to John was if we if John and I were in Las Vegas and we were having a drink, you know, at the I-Bar at Masquerade and we were having a conversation about an episode, then someone kind of like inserts themselves, you know, listening from a distance. 
And then just said, you know what? I really disagree with what you said. We would turn around and say, okay, please sit down, tell us more. Mm -hmm. That's what this show's about. We want you to be able to feel like that you've been able to sit down with your comments to tell us more so that we can have a discussion about it as opposed to, hey, you guys suck. And then we'll like walk yeah. away. Right. Hey, 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 wait, wait, wait. You forgot right. to pay my bill. Right. So that kind of, you know, we don't want to engage, obviously engage that <laughs> audience. We want to engage audiences that have taken the time to respect the time that we spent on the show with the time that they spent on the response. By the way, Rand dropping in saying in the chat, I need to see profanity, John. It would be like the day I saw Bob Saget stand up. You are not mm -hmm. wrong, Rand. Uh, so maybe one day, private show, Vegas, no cameras. That's a different Patreon tier. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, hey, look, I, I am going to change up the order here. I, I had this originally set up uh, the way I did for a reason, uh, but we have two callers standing by two guests uh, who are ready to chat with us. And I, and I don't want to waste any more time. I want to get right to them. And I want to intro it by saying, you know, Rod, you had an idea a long time ago, thinking that Mission Log, you know, Mission Log isn't just a couple of people. It isn't just Star Trek. Mission Log is a format. And for some reason, like that, that format really speaks to you and it's about the exploration of ideas and uh, morals meanings messages and you always felt like that could apply in other places is that I mean when i was trying to replace you yeah, well all those times yes no, no. <laughs> but uh but other than that too <laughs> yeah. no 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 uh yeah no i mean listen um what 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 you guys have done uh, in, in, with the format, and I'll just use the word format for uh, Mission Log, um, is solid. Uh, you guys put in so much time and effort, and I know the audience has heard how much time and effort over and over and over, but it is uh, an intensive show in terms of what you do. Um, but it, it, it's for a reason. It is a top-notch quality show. Uh, and, and this is, by the way, this is my taste and my standard. I do not like two heads talking without a direction. You know, there's a lot mm. of shows, and people out there like that. People like where they come in and say, hey, what'd you do this weekend? And they spend a half hour talking about what happened the weekend before the show even starts. And it ends up being a three hour long show. Not my thing. Um, I, I like a nice, strong format where you know what's coming. And anyhow, uh, what you guys have put together is sensational. And it should it should really work with things outside of Star Trek. Now, we've got the morals, messages and meanings. And that is really specific to Star Trek. I'm not saying other shows don't have that, but you have to pay attention to what you might try to attach this format to and see if that, and then you might have to modify that to fit that show. And, and in our discussions, John, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Norm, we found there were shows that, we, that were sci-fi, but that didn't fit that format, that don't work with this format. We would have to compromise the integrity of the show to make it work. So it's been an interesting journey to kind of find uh, what might fit this format. And well, John, I'll, I'll let you take over, but we're going to start with some, uh, an obvious one and then a very, well, I guess both two obvious ones. Yeah. Well, well the, the first obvious one though is one that we've been sitting on for a little while. And then the calendar kind of crept us uh, up on us and we were like, Oh yeah, we need to do this right now. In fact, we're <laughs> late. <laughs> we should have done it a month ago, but we are happy to announce that, uh, next thing out of the gate will be mission log. The Orville, which is something that a lot of our listeners have been asking about. In fact, we got an email five days ago, maybe a little more than a week ago, saying, hey, you guys should do The Orville. Well, 
guess what? (laughs) We are. And uh, I would love to introduce, actually, Norman, why don't you introduce the hosts of Mission Log, the Orville, because it ain't us. That's right, John, and welcome to the the podcasting rotation for Mission Log, the Orville, and I'd like to introduce them to all of you here for the very first time live here on Mission Log Live. We have Mike Richards and Jessica Lynn Verdi. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so honored. Thank you. I'm so honored to receive this award on behalf of my partner. (laughs) Thank you so much. Uh, I'm really working hard for this moment in my career, so thank you. Happy Arbor Day. Yeah. So great to have you guys. Thank oh, you Rod, so much, so Rod. So I didn't get the pleasure of meeting Mike in Star at Star Trek's S- uh, STLV, but I am already in love. He's the nicest, you guys, and and uh-huh. that's, stay, stay I think that's a mic. testament to the Mission Log community in general because and you guys know so many cool people. And Jessica is so much fun. I mean, the people who are you know involved in Mission Log and involved in the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I've been chatting with them for six months or maybe the better part of a year. I've lost track on Discord, but uh, met people in real life for the first time. Rod, spilt a drink on you at the uh, Masquerade Bar. <laughs> and, I'm sure uh, I spilt one right back. Okay. And uh, and just just love the people and the format. I really, really believe in. Um, Got to be respectful of people's times. Uh, and, and get right, right to the point. But, you know, the Orville is so much fun and it, it's, it's kind of a direct, um, spirit animal of Star Trek. I mean, Seth MacFarlane has been just such a big fan of the, of the show for, for his entire life. I mean, I came across a fanfic that he made, a fan film that he made, uh, that's on YouTube right now. That's awesome. And to enlist Brannon, who has started off as an intern and then moved up to producer and showrunner. Uh, and you got these two folks that took that and just kind of mashed it together to create just a, just an awesome way to tell stories on a very big picture level. Cause that's what sci-fi does best when sci-fi is done. Well, you look at human issues from a global perspective and you can do it with that, with that mixture of maybe uh, Westerns like wagon train to the stars or you can do it with adult comedy, like uh, adult animation with uh, with like Lower Decks. Or you can do it with satire and comedy like this. And I think it's such a wonderful format. And thank you so much for entrusting us to do that. It's it's a privilege, and and I'm humbled. Uh, look. I'm glad it's the two of you. Um, Jessica uh, can't legally work in the same room as me. So um, this is, we're fortunate to have you, Mike, to really uh, take over that, you know, lead on this show. I appreciate that. Well, I have a restraining order against her already, but it's, uh, luckily luckily we're about 1700 miles apart. Yeah. You took my advice. That's good. I made sure sure to uh, like, you know, ruin his personal space early on so that he had the, enough stuff to put a, a, a you know restraining order. Sure, in. you yeah. have to have a yeah a, enough evidence to, uh, yeah, to that. yeah absolutely. This yeah. is the mirror. This is my mirror universe strategy. I get rid of you, then I get yeah. rid of Mike, and now Jessica and I can work. Norman, oh, Norman, I can't flip and wait. Like <laughs> if you don't think I have an ulterior motive, <laughs> since, Perhaps- I, since I was doing the stage show at STLV, I was like, I've got bigger plans for this company. Uh, so you're telling me I'm just the starter co-host? Okay, I can. I can work with that everyone i work with gets so jealous i don't understand it's a reflection on me i think that whole time all five days in vegas we'd finish the morning show we'd come off and you're like that was so great imagine how good it would be with norman Uh, or imagine how great it would be if you weren't here yeah 
Right. Either, either, either way, the me usual or an empty chair. That's right. Imagine you know, if I was thing. alone, it would have been yeah. oh so much better. John, this is working out just the way I plan. Bringing in people or planning your demise for me. Yes. And the worst is when you have to train the person that you know is going to replace yeah. you. <laughs> there, there you go. That's how it feels. Then we uh, all move up in the rank. Right. Oh, Bill, this is very good. Uh, uh, it- Okay, oh, I, I hold that thought real quick. Just yeah, uh, David in the chat is saying uh, we've been waiting a long time for that show to come back. So I'm looking forward to it, meaning yes. the Orville, which will come back for season three in March. And then uh, let's we, see, Carlos. We've got to do something with season one and two pretty quick. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There is at least one two-parter. We'll save a week there, and then we'll leave it up to uh, our fabulously talented team to kind of squeeze in those extras when they can. So Jessica, me Mike, talk really fast. Uh, yeah. I can. I can. I've had, <laughs> every time I've done acting training, it's not not how to get better at acting. It's shut the front door, <laughs> flow down, and and take a breath. So that I no, can we do. we can get it done. I think we uh, we got that demo together in just a couple of days. John, yeah, uh, contact me. I think it was on a Tuesday, and by Friday we had a demo ready to go. Yeah, and, you guys do uh, it quick. And now we've got uh, now that we got the green light, we'll start rolling with this with. Uh, every intention to get caught up by the March 10th, 2022 premiere of season three. I have a confession to make though. Confess. In the the first episode, I copped to very honestly that I have never seen, I saw only the first episode of the Orville. So I was going to watch it one by one as we, you know, it was just one of those shows that I was great, but then I couldn't flip and stop myself. And I watched all of the seasons. Nice. Because it's so good. It's I love it. I can nice. see how people are like, oh, it's Seth MacFarlane. You know, here's what I here's what I hope for with our podcast. We'll we'll, we'll appreciate what what the show does. We'll appreciate people that love Star Trek and then made their own show. I don't really want to cater to an audience that's like, it's the best Star Trek show, and screw all the other ones. I want us to like appreciate it for the show that it is. Yeah. And. And also let the artists express themselves in the way that they want to express themselves too. Because if you if you don't like a satire show, it's not for you, and that's okay. If you don't like at lower decks, it's not for you, and that's okay. Just let other people enjoy what they like to do. But so. abs- absolutely, Jessica, let it stand on its own merits, and the format's going to work so great for it. Because what do we do with Star Trek, right? With with Mission Log, it's you know it's it's intro, trivia, recap. And then it's about 10 or 15 minutes just to having fun with the episode that, mm-hmm. you know, not aren't all comedy episodes. They didn't always start off trying to be funny, but usually we can find a way to to have fun with it anyway. Um, this show has that built right in with the Orville, and then it still has those heady big concepts that we can talk about. So I think it's just, you know, brilliant for uh, Rod for bringing this to uh, the forefront to, uh, to attach the mission log name to. I think it's going to work out wonderfully. Well, it's certainly a love letter to the fans, and I am a huge fan of uh, Orville. And uh, I mean, Seth, Seth MacFarlane's a, a, and, and the entire team, they're geniuses in terms of, of doing this. You know, I had a little issue with the comedic side to it because I thought that the, the, the social commentary, the story, the sci-fi was so strong. It, it almost, for me initially, first season, would knock me out of the, mm-hmm. the, the thought-provoking side of it. And it was almost two things fighting for my attention. Um, but anyhow, that's that's more for you guys to discuss. Um, I, I still loved it. And uh, season two blew me away. And I'm, I've been just dying for season three. So uh, I can't wait to hear you guys talk about it. Great. Oh, I actually, I want to say what Carlos Perez said. I would be happy to do a mission long Dune 
any day. I would love to give <laughs> John cool. more work. That would yeah. be incredible. Um, Sky's the limit with uh, some of this stuff. It's interesting to think about what we can do. Well, and Dune, though, does have a more, it's more a cautionary tale than it is like, uh, how do we love each other? How do we work together through like hard things? You know, D- Dune is good, but it's not like, hey, be the Messiah. That's this is good, <laughs> you know. Well, um, not to let the cat out of the bag, but John and I, we talked about a number of shows. And, and John, I mean, we, we even talked about Mandalorian. And yeah. that was one of the ones that we felt really didn't work for what we wanted to do. And uh, yeah, I, I, yeah not, not, not to get into details, but it is interesting what does and doesn't work. And I'm sure that's our opinion. Yeah, um, totally. But uh, it, 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 um, it's one of the first ones we were going to do is we went straight to Mandalorian. Yeah. And after talking about it for about a day and a half, we, we sort of came up with uh, reasons why it, it well, at least it wouldn't be the first one to start off with and may not fit the format very well. Yeah. But at the very least, you know, there's a lot of other science fiction on that list, old and new, that we felt like would be a good fit. So yeah. for everybody who is uh, interested and excited by this news, uh, there will be a dedicated Mission Log Orville feed. Uh, so you can look that up soon. We'll have that ready to go. Uh, so Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, or more importantly, podcast.roddenberry.com. And then we'll start to share that out from Roddenberry social media and uh, Mission Log social media specifically. So it will all be available to you. Um, And then that will lead us to some other stuff we're about to announce as well. But I'd like to bring in one of our callers who's been waiting patiently, and he is uh, a friend of all of ours. He is the Vice Admiral. Welcome to the show. How are you doing tonight? I am great, John. How are you? I'm doing excellent. And by the way, friend of the show, but also contributor uh, very heavily in Sci-Fi 5. So uh, well, always you. glad to have you as uh, part of the family here as well. What's on I your mind tonight? That. Well, uh, good to see you, Norm. I, I didn't get in any of your episodes this season on... Uh, on uh, well, Lord that's X, a problem, right? Vice Admiral. Um, <laughs> I, I know. That's, I know. Uh, that's demotion. I think we're just going to go to Admiral. Sorry. Well, I guess I'll have to leave you as Ensign then. Okay. Ooh, yes. Well, me and Harry Kim, what's the difference? Right? <laughs> well, I made him an admiral, so, you know. Ah, damn it. <laughs> and Fleet Admiral, it is very good to see you. It has been a very long time since you and I have sat at the same table and had drinks. It is good to see you, Commodore. Yes, drinks drinks would be in order at some point, hopefully in the future when, uh, well, we know we know when, we just don't know when that is. I know, but it will happen. And, yeah. you know. Jessica, Mike, congratulations, and uh, that'll be fun. But that means that finally, John, you've gotten one of your wishes, which is to take this format and put it into other things, which makes me want to ask you, Fleet Admiral, it's been almost 10 years since Mission Log began. How do you feel it's been going all in all? I'm going to leave the room here for a moment. Uh, wow. Uh, no, I am. I am. I think uh, you just aged in 10 years right now, John. <laughs> I did. I did. John knows the answer to this, and so does Nora. Um, I, I, I couldn't imagine it going any better than it is, and, and I'm not blowing smoke. You know, this was something that uh, John, Ken, and I initially brought together and, uh, and, and thought would be a good idea in a good format, and uh, I kind of wound them up, and it went. And uh, I was, I was, I think I was very involved at the beginning, the first few seasons at the very least. And, uh, and you then were, and I remember you haven't talking to me about it before it even came out. Mm. Yeah. Well, and then it took on a life of its own. 
And now it's continued to grow and we've got Norm on board now and it's just getting better and better as far as I'm concerned. And not only that, it's allowed, it's challenged me because I was not, uh, I never had seen all of Deep Space Nine. And I, I was, I kind of judged a little bit of Deep Space Nine by its cover. And I've had the opportunity to watch, even though I'm almost a um, couple episodes into season six now, way behind. And um, I'm, I'm really starting to appreciate the different sides of Star Trek. Mm. Uh, it, I, I still won't say it's my favorite, but I can see that Star Trek has many different uh, aspects to it and many different uh, uh, trails that it can follow. So it has accomplished the goal that you set out for it. So I mean, far. yeah, but certainly. Um, and I would give that credit to Norm and John because especially Engage and how the, they, they introduced Engage, this is about discussion. This is about having a thought, having a point of view, discussing an episode, finding the morals, myths, meanings, of course, and then talking about that and how it worked then and today, and then in engaging with the audience and getting their points of view and just having a rational, intelligent conversation and everyone learning from everything. That's, that's, I mean, that's the whole point of Star Trek. So uh, yes, it has met every expectation and exceeded that. Um, hey, I, I want to mention something here. Uh, a couple of comments in the chat. Uh, I believe that John Cooley and Dave Takechi are conspiring for the next podcast, which will be Mission Log, Mission Log, um, <laughs> where it, it's a podcast analyzing, reviewing every episode of Mission Log. Um, but then uh, Joseph asks, will Mission Log Orville feature in the Patreon feed? Okay, great question. So right now, the way we are envisioning uh, this and other future mission logs, they will fit under the mission log banner. There is one mission log Patreon slash, more importantly, mission log Discord. So there will be a channel for that in Discord. So a lot of our uh, kind of offline chat will happen over there. And what we're doing here is uh, creating a show that will, uh, the flagship will be the audio download, but... There will be a simultaneous video recording and video release. So it won't be kind of the behind the scenes, long winded banter that Norman and I indulge ourselves with every week. Yeah, but there will, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there will be a video component of this uh, that we will get out there in the Roddenberry YouTube page. So uh, just, you know, keep your eyes open at all of our social media and you'll be able to find all of it there. So, um, and that, that's actually the perfect opportunity, Norman, to just very quickly remind people what we do at Patreon, patreon.com slash mission log. Uh, what's happening over there, Norman? Well, I mean, a lot of the people know that, uh, you know, our fans of the show or, you know, they've heard us say this, you know, in the, in the live feed and in the audience that Patreon is a really nice community that we've built. I mean, it's wonderful. It's growing every day and it's, it's um, a really wonderful hub for mission log fans to be able to come in and express their love for Mission Log and other science fiction or other fandoms that they enjoy. We have at least 25 separate channels, ranging from uh, science fiction from the 1950s to science fiction that's relative to today, i.e., say, like the, um, the William Shatner launch that happened, what, two weeks ago. Then we have every single show from the Star Trek series. Then we have all of our coverage. So there's a lot of content there if you would like to subscribe and join us. 
Yeah, and it's a lot of fun. Patreon.com slash Mission Log. Uh, I, I don't want to take too much time away from that. You guys, you all know what to do. Patreon.com slash Mission Log. <laughs> it is a blast, and everybody here has been a part of it. Uh, it's just, it, it, it's the most entertainment and fun that I have online in any given week. So um, before we get to our next caller, uh, I do want to do something at the suggestion here of our illustrious executive producer who happens to be online and therefore we do what he asks. Very quickly, uh, we're going to point back over to Mike and Jessica and just ask you each a little bit about what your backgrounds are like what are you bringing to the show um sci-fi fandom etc just so our audience knows what to expect jessica start us off oh my god i was gonna let you start um <laughs> i know who the star is oh. <laughs> my my ego is not gonna be i'm gonna float out of here in a second um so I think some of you know that I've watched Star Trek, the original series, since I was a young kid. Uh, I like can fondly remember watching it, uh, like you know, one a.m. replays and making like waffle ice cream sandwiches. We had a style of doing, you know, an Eggo waffle ice cream chocolate syrup, and you know, was it, you know, then another Eggo waffle. What the hell are you talking about, Jessica? <laughs> this, this is a ritual. I'm just saying. To, so that people are when they're interested in the future, sharing this with their their baby daughter, make uh-huh. a waffle sandwich, okay. ice cream sandwich. Got it. So we'd be watching these, hopped up on sugar, two a.m. in the morning, watching original series, and that's just kind of something that sticks with you if you like it, right? I, I learned to love the Three Stooges that way because we watched the Three Stooges, and everyone was like, "There's a girl who likes Three Stooges," and I'm like, well, "You're dumb." So. <laughs> The, <laughs> the 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 short end of it is I you know end up going through my life as a Star Trek fan, a Star Wars fan, what have you, and then I find a group of like minded people that were doing awesome improv. I started taking improv classes, and it just so happened that they were doing um, Star Trek: The Next Generation, uh, and I can remember it being on, but it was not something that my dad watched necessarily, so we didn't watch The Next Generation. But they're like, hey, you can you can audition, but you, it involves the next generation you'd have to it's a different show and i remember being very trepidatious to watch the show because i'm such a kirk girl and then finally watching next generation getting cast on next uh the improvised generation that for those of you that are familiar with it i love it and it just sealed the deal that like i'm definitely a star trek blue blood green blood you know vulcan (laughs) um blue blood meaning i've never liked any other uh, science fiction i that's not true but uh yeah i so and i've been doing i produce a couple of my own podcasts improv all the way so you you know i i love to say that i uh, make mistakes willingly or that i uh, don't i don't make myself feel bad when i make a mistake i'm just like stick the landing so you'll hear a lot of that in our podcast too um and i really do like personally um i I like i like examining things i i like um i like talking about the hard things in a in a way that makes it easier for other people to to accept uh there's it's not easy to talk about it's not easy to be honest it's not easy to talk about things where that are sensitive subjects uh, so not dissimilar from you all having this engage element, I welcome people going, hey, that was not the best way to share uh, this sensitive topic or I would have appreciated more, you know, whatever. I look forward to 
people giving us our feedback just so we can learn. Because if we can't talk about tough stuff, we're not going to be able to learn together. So that's I'm just excited for it in so many different ways. All right, Mike. <laughs> All right. Well, much like you, life lifelong Star Trek fan, just started off as a as a little kid cross-legged in front of the the TV with my older brother explaining to me, you know, the science behind Star Trek. And um, just, you know, I think that just really, really rooted in me a, a sense of morality and problem solving and consideration of other people's opinions that I, that I carry with me to this day. Um, you know, my education and my work history includes uh, things like leadership and decision-making and risk management and I tend to look at uh, at those things when I watch the shows, and you'll probably hear me comment on a lot of that. Plus, I love connecting different thoughts and different ideas uh, together around um, kind of a common theme, and I can sort of try to try to bring a thought home from uh, from maybe some some disparate cues that that we see in the show. And I love talking about that. And I love hearing the differing opinions. Um, you know, Rod, like, you know, one of the hundred quotes of, of Gene Roddenberry, you know, your opinion is different from mine. That's great. Let's sit down and talk about it. And I love those kind of conversations because I know I'm going to learn something and I can be, and I feel like this format, you know, working with, uh, with Jessica, I can be vulnerable and say, Hey, you have different life experiences than I do. Um, I see three things through my lens. So let's talk about this so I can hear a different um, point of view on these things. And we can really, really suss out the meanings, the morals, the messages, and what we can all learn from this and how we can be better humans. And to me, that's what Star Trek's all about. And I think we're going to look at those things and, and find a lot of it in the Orville and have a lot of fun. And uh, as I ramble on, there's never been a microphone that I've seen that I don't like. So um, I think that all kind of in, in John's and your eyes made me qualified uh, to give, a, give this a shot. Um, and thank you. Uh, well, hey, look, I, I'll, I've been a fan of Jessica's for a while, and Mike, uh, I'm certainly a fan of yours. Uh, the episode that you did with Amy Nelson about Star Trek, the motion picture, I was like, oh, uh, yes, yes, clearly this <laughs> is the guy to talk about Star Trek themes. Uh, jumping back into the chat here really quickly, uh, by the way, Dave Takechi, Jessica, I want to give you a shout out for your Twitch feed, Jessica Nerdy. Is that right? Yes, people, that's right. So okay. I had my, I was streaming up until this, and then I had my chat jump over. We re-rated you guys and Ooh. so my chat's hanging out on the twitch side of things so yeah just excellent so people should check that out and if also there's a great question here uh carlos says now that orville is going to hulu will the podcast be uncensored no okay yeah it, it can't <laughs> and, and, and here's why first of all i take great pleasure in oh, ooh, uh, ron's shaking, shaking his head like <laughs> well, well, don't get, don't get me started on what I'd like it to be. I well, got it, got see, it, there, there you we go. The rules we've got to play with. There you go. Yeah. Uh, if you listen to the interview that we did with Mike McMahon, I never want to bring in a guest and tell them what they can't do. And I mm. take great pleasure in dropping in Star Trek sound effects to hide the swears. The reason we do that is not because of my sensitive ears or your sensitive ears. It's because of algorithms that would potentially prevent the podcast to going to some of our subscribers and prevent other people from finding it. So inevitably, when we release something, we hear back saying, why are you bleeping it? out I, look it, it's not because of you it's not because of me it's because we want people to be able to get the show that, I that it's been, that. and norman norman is very sensitive but if you want to come to my chat i will <laughs> fill in all the blanks as 
you can see even tonight, I'm like flipping. Yeah. <laughs> but I welcome, I welcome the exercise really for my brain. Nice. Hey guys, uh, thank you so thank much. You. Hey, uh, before you dash, I, I just want to uh, go back to the vice tomorrow here for a second. Uh, any parting shots, any uh, last thoughts before we say goodnight to you, sir? Oh, I'm just looking forward to the new stuff. And as always, I think you've chosen wisely. So, and uh, Rod, good to see you again. And again, you've chosen wisely as always as well. So oh, thank you, Commodore. And, and uh, please send us your suggestions in terms of what show we should do next. I will happily do some Ooh. more of that. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys like all that. have a wonderful night and thanks for yeah. having me. Thanks, man. Take care, sir. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, let's see here, live now in the show, Paul, one of our Paul Fecta joining us. How are you doing tonight, sir? Greetings, John. Live long and prosper. Congratulations to Jessica and Mike. I, uh, I really hope that the unedited feed is available of this because having witnessed Jessica and John on stage and in the bar, I, I think it's priceless and probably worth some money just to hear those two, well, to watch Mike's reaction to Jessica live would be absolutely priceless. So looking forward to this and hoping and wishing you the best of luck and Rod, great choice. Um, Thank you very much. What, Some Mike, luck, I think it's, Oh no, no, it's, it's a distillation process. You've done. Norman has shown us how discord works. John has always been a champion to start with. Aha. Uh-huh. Hey, oh, thank hey. you for that. Oh. And uh, Rod, I got it. I want to thank you for the Roddenberry stage at Vegas by far and away. Um, the morning show was the best thing that's happened to that convention in a long time. And as you sit and watch that stage over the course of a day, just the, the interesting topics and that kind of thing. And I wonder, you know, are you going to put, I saw that you, you went to YumaCon. There's a couple other smaller cons out there in the world that are, are very Trek centric. There's one in, in Denver and one in Baltimore and a few others, but is there any expansion and um, in your future on that, the, the live, the real live show with your fabulous hosts um, is definitely something that's must be seen in person. Let me quickly just say, first of all, I, I, I can only take credit for saying, sure, that's a great idea. Go for it. <laughs> um, and then the, the talents in this virtual room are the ones who make it happen. And the ones, there's plenty who are not in this room who make it happen. Right. Uh, Trevor and Claire. Um, uh, secondly, there, there's, it's, it's really the associated costs. We're no longer a merchandising company and, and we're a content company now. And in order to get out to these conventions and bring people out there and, and have people on stage, everything, listen, I hate, I hate to sound like everyone else in the world, everything costs money. And um, it, you, you really don't make money back at those things if you're not selling something. Um, so the short answer is currently there is no plan to go to any of these smaller shows uh, because it's, it's a loss for us. Uh, and I'm sorry to make it about money, but sure, we could do a few, but we just wouldn't be able to keep doing them because... Well, again, the loss. Uh, Secondly, you mentioned the idea of live shows, and I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus, but we have thrown around the idea of some sort of mission log in-person live show at certain locations um, because there are podcasts and shows that do that, and and we're working on something. Uh, We we don't know what it'll be. It'll probably be Los Angeles-based, but of course it may travel. Uh, If there is a convention and we have the talents available, it, it, it... it could happen, but John knows, John and I have been talking about it. Norm knows about it. Well, I think Norm knows about it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's a great idea. We're looking into it. Uh, hopefully something will happen relatively soon. Hey, look, I, I'm just going to be much more crass uh, than you are, Rod. And I, I'm going to say anybody within the sound of my voice, uh, contact the places that you would like us to be. Mission yeah. Log is a big family now. And uh, the the real learning uh, experience for me at STLV was to see that Mission Log and Roddenberry's presence can be something different than just a couple of people behind a mic. Um, and Jessica, I have you to thank for that, for really just jumping in there. Uh, I would love to take that show on the road. So contact the places that you would like to see Roddenberry and Mission Log. And if they can make a deal, then let's do you, that. You make a great, yeah, that's a great point, John. Um, we don't have to have the Roddenberry stage everywhere, but there's no reason why, as you were just saying, we can't have the morning show at a mm-hmm. convention. And Jessica, I mean, you, 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 you were a seasoned veteran when you walked on there. You, you nailed it. So uh, be great to have you guys there. I want my oh, memory you know what? wiped. And oh, we can ahead. start testing it without John. We'll bring Norm in. We'll be <laughs> just you and Norm. Will Unfortunately, every time we need to do these shows, John, it's John's vacation week, right? I, I know. I know. It's tough. Uh, Jessica, you were supposed to be gone 15 minutes ago. Uh, well, no, so I, I, will, I, will, I will leave. I swear to God. But everyone, I was I'll leave say, when she leaves. If, I, if you can wipe my memory every week and just give me like this positive feedback, I would love oh. it. That's but, good. Well, I will say too, you know, not everywhere is where you're meant to be, but when you are where you're meant to be, you can tell. And so the second I was on stage with everyone and met Rod and met Claire and Trevor and just felt like I was right at home, it's because you all made me feel that way. And and also because I was meant to be there. So it, I feel really grateful that it, it's such a it's like such a comfy fit um and i do actually love the idea of like doing a live recording you could do like a, a small little tour you know you do like a, like a little theater away and have like your you have one person you're interviewing so it grounds the show but like you know it's worth the price of entry yeah. anyway you guys are doing so much that's uh incredible I, I actually don't even understand how you do it all so congratulations Awesome. Mitch hey, thank you. Take over the world. You are, <laughs> if, if we're lucky. Well, uh, before she leaves, John, yeah, if I may, yeah, I want to congratulate um, Jessica on the sci fi file she did on the 100th birthday of oh. Gene Roddenberry. One of the mm-hmm. most, you know, Jessica, your talent there was just unbelievable. And I don't know how much editing was involved. I'm assuming not a lot. Actually, but not gotta, a lot at all. I usually, I tend to send was, I tend to send out perfectly edited. <laughs> I don't give them an opportunity to use. Uh, it was it was stunning. Great yeah. work, girl, it, and it have fun I, with Mike. And we'll look forward to seeing you guys. A Peace little, out. A little bit of that. I I got to talk on half measures about that, and uh, John pointed out the oatmeal. The panels were there at the convention, and he's like, "We're going to do this for Sci Fi Five," and I was like. And, and within a week, I was getting the email that you're going to be doing it. And who's a better choice? There isn't one. But Clearly. I don't. It's, it's just like anything in this, in this business. Until you are on set and then you get the paycheck, it doesn't happen. So uh, anyway, Mike, I can't wait to see you 15 times a week until we get to season three of Oroville. Um, John, I'm just going to do it. If people want to like have an awesome experience this Friday night. If you go to twitch.tv slash Ripley improv, we're doing a heartbeats, which is an improvised medical drama TV show. We do heartbeats live an hour TV show. And we're doing a crossover with our, like our slayer show. So it's gonna be a really weird, fun one. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. All right. 
Thank you. Thank you both for dropping by and uh, sharing the, the fun and the talent. And uh, everybody, remember to look for that show coming out. And look, it, it's 10 till, 11 till. Uh, we have another announcement to make, too. So <laughs> we'll say goodbye to you guys. Uh, we'll say goodbye to Paul. I want to bring in Alan here real quick, uh, who's been Hi. patiently standing by. And then they're going to drop this bomb of this other announcement. So, uh, Alan, what is on your mind tonight? Hey, guys. Uh, it's good to see you. I don't. I honestly don't have a, a whole heck of a lot to 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 contribute in terms of commentary, uh, but just sort of like a uh, you know a big thanks for continuing to to grow and expand the the uh, the mission log family for lack of a better word. And you know it's great to great to see uh, you know even more people getting involved. Uh, it's a shame that uh, Jessica and Mike just dropped off. Uh, I was just thinking that. You know, Captain Mike uh, feels like one of us, and it's I'm having these kind of feelings, like the uh, you know that that moment in Goodfellas when Leota and, and De Niro are so happy that that uh, Joe Pesci is about to get made, <laughs> and, and oh. I, I just hope it turns out better for him. You know, <laughs> yeah, the scene after that's not so good. <laughs> that's not good. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I it's just it, super exciting uh, to to have all of all of this uh, going on and um, you know, uh, hopefully there's many more years of, of shows and uh, certainly Star Trek seems to be the gift that keeps on giving. So, well, Indeed. Alan, I can't think of a better segue than to talk about our next announcement. And I want to leave this Ooh. one to Norman specifically because Norman is uh, the driving force behind this one. Um, hey man, I feel like we've we you know buried part of the lead here. I mean, the Orville's pretty major. Like that that is a very important step for us, and we've been talking about it a long time. Uh, but there's another show coming up that needs some attention, and you, my friend, are the one who's giving it the attention it deserves. Well, I mean, all these shows that we're coming out with, John, you know, to expand the mission log portfolio, they're all important because we're still sticking with the format for this next spinoff show, and that's going to be Mission Log Prodigy. Now, why Prodigy? You may ask because Prodigy, nice. in, in my opinion, and, and I've, we've talked this over with Rod, and we've talked this over with John and um, in, the, in the family of, of the Roddenberry team, and we feel that Prodigy is the show that's going to speak to the youngest segment of Star Trek fans. You know, Nickelodeon has, uh, you know, they've, they've marketed this show as the Star Trek series for kids, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the subject matter is going to be immature. Children today are very savvy. They're very intellectual. You know, they're very intelligent. And they also have the opportunity now to watch Star Trek with their family, you know, with their mom and pop. Wow, didn't I sound old? With their mom and dad, <laughs> you know, and with like that, you know, Jessica's giant waffle ice cream stack sandwich, you know, and, and have Destination TV to watch again. And so we wanted to make that more of a focus. We wanted to be able to bring that to the forefront with the mission log banner, with the mission log format, talk about the morals and meanings and messages, but do so from hopefully um, a different perspective. And the most special thing about this show is that we're going to actually have and encourage younger viewers to call in and leave us their feelings on the show so that there is a lot of kind of a peer support group when they listen to it both on the, the live version that we're recording for YouTube as a destination video, which will then be edited into an audio drop on its own feed. So 
we feel that Prodigy has the opportunity to speak to a an audience that's never really been spoken to before, maybe sometimes even spoken down to because Star Trek may be too intellectual for a certain segment of audience. But we felt that this was the sweet spot to really be able to talk to this particular audience. And I can't wait for it. And can I can I mention my co-host on the air now? Oh, I, I think you have to. Absolutely. So Mission Log, uh, Mission Log Live fans have known her as a special guest star. She's been a special guest star with us on Lower Decks recently. And my co-star for this is the very talented and very intelligent and very excited to talk about Prodigy, Ashley V. Robinson. So she's going to be my co-host on the show. And we are so excited to bring you this content. Uh, I can't wait for you guys all to hear it. I'm excited <laughs> myself. <laughs> and I'm really excited too, because this is one of those ones where it was... Uh... It was a, we, we had to discuss, does, does this fit the format and how, how does it fit the format? Because while it is Star Trek and while there will be morals, myths, and meanings, our, our audience is different. And do we, is there a way to tone, I don't want to say tone down, is there a different tone to the show? Is there a different way to say these messages? So it's, it's definitely, I think, a, a little bit of a challenge and then maybe at the same time, maybe not one at all. Um, I'm 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 actually kind of curious what your thoughts, Norm, on that are. How, what what's your approach to this? Same same as regular mission log, or we've got to look at it slightly differently. Well, we are going to have to think, look at it slightly differently. Mission log has a very um, granular format where we take a look at the episode, break it down to its structure, the uh, the recap and observations and things like that. Now, I'm not saying that that's not going to be part of it, but I think that we're Ashley and I have been talking, and I think that we're going to try and focus a lot on the characters because I think the characters are really going to be the thrust behind this show, the experiences through the characters' eyes, their motivations coming together as this kind of ragtag crew. Obviously, we're going to have um, Captain Janeway in there to be their guide, but I think it's really about the growth and the camaraderie and coming together as a family and how that can still happen in the Star Trek universe without having to go to the Academy as a facilitator for that. These, these characters are all there for a purpose. Whatever that purpose is, they've all been brought together and they're going to have to work together and learn about each other from different walks of life, from different cultures, from different races, from different species, from different so-and-so. And how do you move forward with all of those differences? How does that come together? And I think that the, the voice acting, the characterizations, is all going to sell that uh, to the audience. And that's what I think the focus of the show is going to really um, find its stride in, you know, in studying what it's all about. I hope. Uh I, yeah. uh, I, as you were talking, Norman, uh, some really good questions and uh, comments came up in the chat here. And Dave, I know you're standing by uh, to chat with us here, uh, so we'll get to you in just a moment. Uh, but Carlos, Carlos asked, what about Mission Log Discovery? Okay, travel with me back a few years when Star Trek Discovery was the only new Star Trek that we knew about and in a limited run, and we weren't really sure what all those other spinoffs and sequels would be. Um, and we created Mission Log Live specifically to handle that show in real time. It takes a long time to produce Mission Log, but we figured with a live show, we could rely on your feedback to help guide our discussion. And that's why this show exists. Well, fast forward to late 2021, Star Trek Prodigy and the next season of Discovery will overlap. 
And there is no way that even with all the talented people we have, we could keep doing a live show in the format that we're doing and reach the audiences that we hope to reach, especially as Norman just pointed out with the young people who will be watching Prodigy. So it seemed like the time was right to make Prodigy its own thing. And Mission Log Live will continue on with Star Trek Discovery in its fourth season. And I'm happy to say that our returning champion, uh, no pun intended, because yeah, I'll still be there, uh, will be the person who has been the guest star co-host for Discovery, and that is Holly Amos, bringing her Trek cred to Mission Log. So thank you, thank you, thank you to Holly for being able to be there uh, for Discovery for all these many seasons and hopefully many more to go. And then that will lead us to whatever is next. I mean, we're expecting a third season of Lower Decks. There's a second season of Picard underway. There's Strange New Worlds. So depending on what the release schedule is like, depending on things overlap, those will still be Mission Log Live. Prodigy is special, though. So we wanted to get that out in its own feed. And uh, Norman, something you mentioned that I, I want to talk about how it will work. You mentioned that we're relying on feedback from young people who are watching the show. We happen to be talking to somebody tonight who is an executive producer who has a young person in his life. Um, what we're going to do, you and Ashley will be uh, hammering out your notes, recording the bulk of the show, and then those episodes of Prodigy will drop on Thursdays. What we want is for those of you who have kids who are watching Prodigy to record a voice memo that you can send to us, uh, mission log hyphen the or of, uh, sorry, mission log hyphen prodigy hey. at ronberry.com. <laughs> and you're, we're, we'll have all of this out on our social media too. So don't, don't worry if you don't hear it all right now. Four simple questions What is your name and how old are you? Did you like the episode? Um, what was your favorite part? And what did you learn? And then we'll take the best of those responses, and that will become a part of the show. So we really want to hear what kids have to say, the intended audience for Prodigy, and that'll get worked into every episode. And uh, we'll set a deadline, so if episodes uh, drop of Prodigy on a Thursday, we'll maybe give you through the weekend to get those to us, so then we can get the final podcast out Monday or Tuesday, something like that. We, we haven't worked out exactly the date and, and time yet, but... It'll be a pretty quick turnaround for those. Now, Dave Taylor in the chat has a really good question. How do you promote to the kids? And I think that we promote kind of organically. We promote from the kids whose parents are Star Trek fans. Yeah. So if you're 100%. a Star Trek fan and a parent, then we're hoping that you're going to be watching Prodigy with your kids. And then we're hoping that you'll be calling in or encouraging your kids to call in and answer the questions that we're going to be having um, read live um, or, or, or broadcast on the, uh, on the edited version of the podcast. So we're hoping that's basically kind of like process of osmosis, organic, you know, type of uh, uh, from kid to parent, from parent to kid, you know, kind of dynamic. I think that's the best way to go about it right now. Yeah. And, and Norman, to be clear, this isn't a show just for kids. Right. right. It's for the whole family. It's for the whole family. And that's why we felt so strongly about Prodigy being uh, having this kind of a focus. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. Paul Troutwine asked, can I still watch Prodigy without my kid? Absolutely. A hundred percent. And uh, uh, and Carlos says, so it won't be a live show. It won't. Uh, we're, we're calling it. I'm calling it anyway. Uh, this and the Orville are live to tape. 
meaning that unlike Mission Log, which is heavily produced, written, edited, etc., and there are many breaks within that, we're trying to do these in two segments. So the intro, the recap, the observations, and then the discussion, the wrap-up, etc. So it was really two halves. The video feed will look essentially like this, you know, a couple of people talking to each other. Uh, they won't be live, but they will be an abbreviated uh, uh, production format compared to the main mission log. Or so, of a certain age, pre-recorded before a studio audience. Yeah, right. There you go. Hey, look, we have run over our time a little bit, but I, I, I don't want to leave without uh, saying hello to David, who has been waiting patiently. So, uh, David, Alan, hang on, because you might have a party. Oh, are you out of here? All right, Alan. Oh, no, 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 I was just... Uh, uh, <laughs> I was about to Irish goodbye myself. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, take care, Alan. We will see yeah. you very soon. I do uh, want to say really quickly before I go, I'm so happy that you guys have, are devoting specific coverage to Prodigy. Um, I think part of the reason why a lot of us have such fond feelings for Star Trek is because uh, it was our morals meetings and messages show when we were kids. Uh, I grew up at a time when uh, educational and moral messages uh, were quite literally an afterthought on something like He-Man or G.I. Joe. So go Star Trek, go Prodigy. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> Take care, Alan. Alan. Yeah. Take care. And then uh, rounding out the show tonight, uh, and thank you, everybody, who has stayed a few minutes late here. David, welcome. What's on your mind? Hey, John. Hey, Norm. Hey, Rob. Hey, David. Nice to see you. Um, so we've got a lot of content. You shared a lot of stuff. Uh, it sounds like a lot of fun from the standpoint of Roddenberry Podcast. Um, I'm just going to ask the question I asked at the very first part of the chat, and, and for you, Rod, without giving any spoilers, you, you don't want to give any spoilers, where do you see Star Trek, or where would you like to see Star Trek go, the show, in the next, say, 10 years, the long term? As in, as in the multiple series that are out there, and and well, I mean, or movies or miniseries, yeah. Sure, I, 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 I really have to say it's it's right on track, and uh, not not because of any sort of uh, predetermination I put into it. I, I, again, to give everyone at Secret Hideout and Alex Kurtzman the the credit for this, you know, there's 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 little concern right now as to is there too much Star Trek out there? And granted, I don't think we would say there's too much, but. How many more before it's too much? And so uh, right now they're walking that thread. And um, if you asked me or if you talked to me five years ago and said, hey, we're going to do a, an animated comedy Star Trek. We're going to do uh, a kid's Star Trek. We're going to do a, you know, a, a darker Star Trek. We're going to do a more traditional. You know, if you had said all those to me, um, I might have said, you know, that's crazy. That's that's too much. You can't do it. Um, but I, I know everyone says this and I'm sure it wasn't just Marvel, but I mean, Star Trek has the Marvelized universe already set. I mean, it's got a universe and there are countless stories out there already with whatever characters you want to include. So um, I, I want them to keep going the way they are. Uh, my, my wrestle and my, my, my moment of, uh, of uh, where I'm learning, where my, understanding of star trek is expanding growing stretching being challenged is what is and isn't star trek um it's easy to say well you know pretty much anything with starfleet is star trek and we all have our differing opinions as to what is and isn't star trek it but it's for me getting comfortable with 
uh, an animated comedy show that is Star Trek. And, and to be honest, I, I think they nailed it. I, I think it truly is. Um, I know Prodigy's going to be, and I know Strange New World is. Um, you know, Picard, they did a great job, but that was, that was, that was giving us our, our, our warm, comfortable, home-cooked meal again. Um, season two is going to take us hopefully a little bit out of that and, and stand on its own uh, is, is, is what I'm hoping. And with uh, season three of Discovery, they've shown us or they've shown me that they can find their footing in what I like to call, you know, the Roddenberry Star Trek. Um, I really found that season to bring it home and really represent the ideals of what Starfleet is and, and the ideas behind Star Trek. And I think once again, in season four, they're going to nail that as well. So if, if they keep doing what they're doing and keep pushing the envelope where they have been and keep challenging what I might think is Star Trek, uh, that's what I want them to keep doing. That's what I want. to. And, and there may be some that don't work, some that don't work for me, some that don't work for you, but that's fine. That's the point. There's, they're expanding Star Trek. And I, and I love that. That, that's such a perfect answer and a perfect way to end our show tonight. Um, Rod, thank you so much. Uh, Dave, thank you for rounding things out with that great question. Norman, thank you. Uh, behind the scenes, Earl, thank you, who has been working tirelessly on video treatments and editing and uh, audio engineering. Uh, just incredible work. Thank you to all of our guests who joined us tonight. Uh, and That's those who one. weren't here, you know, Mike, Jessica, but thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Holly. Uh, we, we truly have expanded the Mission Log family through all of you, and uh, your talents are so appreciated. Trevor, Claire, thank you. Yes. I know you're not here, but if you ever see this, thank you. Mission Log Live is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. Executive producer, Rod Roddenberry. Technical production on Mission Log and Mission Log Live provided by the infallible Earl Green. Be sure to visit podcast.roddenberry.com for the latest from Roddenberry Podcasts. If you'd like to support Mission Log directly, give us a look at patreon.com slash mission log. Thank you to everyone who joined us live or later. Stay safe. Stay healthy. We look forward to talking with you next week. Live long and prosper. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.